Hey, everyone out there in podcast land, how's it all going? Um, we are back. Yes, sir. We are back for another episode of questions like this. We are on episode six, if you can believe it. Yeah, episode six, Revenge of the Jedi. Revenge or Return? Revenge was the original title, but then uh, George Lucas was like, yeah, Jedi don't take revenge. <laughs> you sure about that? I mean, that, that was the argument. Uh, yeah, that, that's another story for another day, folks. But believe me, we'll get into uh, George Lucas and his never-ending quest to ruin his own franchise. Yeah, it's uh, forthcoming. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, like I said, we are back. I'm Alex. I'm broadcasting uh, once again from an undisclosed location here in New York. And uh, I'm Aristo, and uh, I'm hungover on the, sh- on the banks of the Yarra River in uh, Melbourne, Australia. I, I would <laughs> do the whole episode in the accent, but I'm just, I'm just too drunk for this shit. That's fine. And... <laughs> That that's perfectly fine, and being drunk actually can help you get through several performances of our topic of conversation today. Yes. The one, uh, the one, the only Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, uh, Manchester, New Hampshire's uh, second favorite Jew after uh, Sarah Silverman, of course. Of course. Of course. And the question we want to get across this week is, how does Adam Sandler keep getting work? We do realize that his stand-up routine has been frozen in the year 1997 or 98, and yet he still does it, no matter what movie he's in. Yeah, we, we're asking, who's letting him do this shit? And uh, my question is, um, is Adam Sandler actually retarded? Um, there's, there's only so many times you can do one bit before it sticks, you know, it's, it's, it's like that old wives tale. Yes. Uh, which I don't think he knows uh, because he yeah. keeps doing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes, throughout this whole episode, we will comb through the dark recesses of Adam Sandler's mind and, and his movies and figure out what exactly is wrong with him. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, he's he, he's got some he's got some hits. He's got some pretty funny uh, movies, but uh, he does. Since nineteen ninety eight, it seems there's a there's a very real uh, decline in in his output. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because think, think about this for a sec. You know, like in the 90s, he was, he was riding high. He was a star on SNL, the quote-unquote uh, bad boys of SNL era with him, Chris Farley, David Spade, uh, Chris Rock, and Rob Schneider. Mm-hmm. Which I have to admit is my personal favorite period of SNL. Yeah, it's a great period, especially Chris Farley, man. Uh, Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. But yeah, um, fun fact, he is, uh, Adam Sandler is also a fellow NYU alumni, alumnus. um, Yes, yes. I mean... A lot of good people came out of Tish. Uh, we're we're not Tish alumni personally, but respect. Yeah, up to a point when it comes to Adam Sandler, though. <laughs> oh, be honest, he was probably doing the baby voice even then. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, um, maybe we should uh, we should go down to to the Tish building and ask uh, people who are there. Uh, the faculty from from the time and yeah was he doing that speech impediment like the whole time he was <laughs> acting or uh, did, did he do like the fucking hanukkah song or, or thanksgiving song already <laughs> no that's a good idea that is a good idea 
Hell yeah. Oh yeah, well get some uh, get some reconnaissance and see uh, where the madness truly lies. We we take a peek behind the curtain. We we ask we ask the questions that you know inside the actor's studio is afraid to ask. That's right. <laughs> James Lipton ain't got nothing on us. Yeah. <laughs> so. I feel like for most people out there that know Adam Sandler, they originally knew him or saw him first from SNL and then through uh, Billy Madison. Yes. I think Billy Madison was the first uh, Adam Sandler movie I saw. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It was either that or it was like Waterboy on VHS. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even with Billy Madison, you can sense that he's already starting to develop this routine that's going to work wonders for him throughout the next uh, 20 years. He, uh, For those that aren't familiar with the plot, he it's a character that you'll get very familiar with if you've seen a lot of Adam Sandler movies. He's a... Uh, overgrown man-child in his mid-twenties who does nothing but slack off all the time and get drunk with his friends. And... Yeah, basically he has to... uh, Basically he has to prove that he's not retarded and go back to school before He inherits like his father's like uh, what is it hotel company or something? Yeah, uh, sounds about right. Right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And the reason he has to go back to school is because his dad, when he actually was in school, paid off all his teachers to give him straight A's. That's true. Which again oh, uh, points on on the retarded column. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm making a, a mental tally right now. I think that's three or four on the retarded column already. Yeah, it's we, we've we just started, folks. This is movie yes, one. so strap yourselves in. Um, so, yeah, and <laughs> it also has the uh, – another Sattler a trope, uh, the – inexplicable uh, love interest who is at least 15 times hotter than he is. Yeah. They're, they're always like hotter than they have any right to be in an Adam Sandler movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And it's starting with uh, the Bridget Wilson who plays a Miss Veronica Vaughn. Oh, hell yes. It was uh... (laughs) a, It's an early, early crush for me. Oh, yeah, me too. I think for a lot of boys. Uh, yes. This was an exciting moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, um, she was also Sonya Blade. She was also Sonya Blade, yes. So uh, fans out there know that we're, we're huge fans of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's right. And if they don't know, listen to our uh, last episode. Yes. So yeah, Billy Madison basically gets a <clears throat> private tutor in the form of uh, Veronica, who kind of takes an interest after somehow, uh, you know, Billy <coughs> inexplicably passes the first and second grades. Right. And uh, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> You know, this is this is a sign that it's a it's a different time period because they they let uh, a grown ass man interact with children for for an extended time. Right. But I don't think you can uh, get away with uh, Billy Madison in twenty seventeen. Nope, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And uh, you remember that scene uh, where uh, uh, he's playing a uh, dodgeball with the little kids? Oh hell yes. Um, apparently that was actually him throwing the dodgeball and he wasn't holding back. Like we said, 
this there's no way this movie would be able would be allowed to exist in 2017. And, and meanwhile, like these kids' parents are off to the side. They're off to the side. They're behind the camera, saying to him, like you know, oh yeah, go ahead, throw the ball, at my kid. Don't hold back. Throw even harder if you have to. <laughs> Mom, Mr. Sandler's throwing dodgeballs at me. You shut up, Timmy. You shut up and get mommy's paycheck. <laughs> oh my god uh sad as that statement actually is it's probably true oh yeah um hollywood loves children mm-hmm. they uh <laughs> um we should we should do uh a very a very special episode on like child exploitation oh jesus uh <laughs> man there's there's a we lot of uh, there's a lot of messed up shit that goes on behind the camera, not just not it, just with uh, you know actors abusing children in the, in the sense that you know like they're not holding back, but also with stage moms and stage dads. That's a it's okay. a great phenomenon. Yes, it's, oh the wonderful wonderful phenomenon. Yes. <laughs> Oh man, you know the other the other scene that I remember from uh, Billy Madison is uh, Steve Buscemi, and uh, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, Steve Buscemi plays a former classmate of Adam Sandler's that apparently Sandler used to bully in high school, and he's feeling a little. And Sandler, at this point, is feeling a little bit bad. So he literally calls him up and says, hey, look, I just want to apologize for everything I did. I know it was I, I know it was 10 years ago, but I hope you can forgive me. And uh, Steve Buscemi character says, yeah. He says, yeah, that's fine. And then you pan to a shot where he has a list. And on the list it says, people to kill. <laughs> he Billy Madison's name. Yeah, he crosses it off with lipstick, which um, he either before or or after that applies to to his lips. So I guess yes. I, I guess Steve Buscemi was bullied for being gender queer. <laughs> he might have been, for all we know. Yeah, it's um, it, it, it's not like this movie has any. Uh, deep philosophical questions that no yeah that we try to answer or actually wait we're trying to do that right now so eh. <laughs> oh man that's okay don't worry we're moving on to a good sandler film this time another good one we're moving on to happy gilmore happy gilmore one of two uh, golf movies that uh, people can name off the top of their head. Yes. Wait, there's more than two? There's uh, there's that Shia LaBeouf movie, which, you know, I, I, I don't know the title of, even uh, though you told me the other day. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was called uh, The Greatest Game Ever Played, but it was so great, in fact, that it got 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hell yes. That's uh, that's the kind of glowing reviews we like here. <laughs> Absolutely, bring it all. Bring on a uh, every single horrible movie that's ever been, and we'll talk about it at length. Yeah. So yeah, Happy Gilmore. Um, Sandler is the eponymous character. He plays a failed hockey player who. Uh, does he live with his grandma or I'm not or sure, does... but but he has like a very close relationship with his grandmother and um, yeah. I, I, well I guess the plot point is that uh, Sandler is a happy Gilmore's grandmother uh, you know stopped paying taxes for whatever reason and owes the IRS a lot of money and uh, Gilmore uh, has to win has to like come up with like hundreds of thousands of dollars in in a short amount of time so mm -hmm. uh 
yeah he he discovers a newfound talent for golf and uh apparently there's a tournament offering big bucks just for uh just for being uh the rain man of golf so uh <laughs> adam Sandler yeah. signs up for this uh golfing tournament with uh right. you know with the support of uh, carl weathers that's right <laughs> Carl Weathers as Chubbs Peterson. Yes. Uh, pro golfer with uh, one hand. Because the because the other one was bitten off by an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, he starts, he's in the tournament. He starts doing that swing that, Everyone has attempted at least once in their life when they're at the driving range. And he somehow wins the money and attracts a whole new uh, set of fans, much to the concern of uh, the uh, antagonist, the one and only Shooter McGavin. Hell yeah. What a name. (laughs) And apparently, uh, Christopher McDonald, who uh, wound up playing him, turned it down three times before actually agreeing to meet Sandler in person and talk about the role. Yeah. Um, I wish I could just be a fly on the wall in that conversation because I know it's Sandler's probably like doing his affect. <laughs> Christopher McDonald's just like, well, I guess, uh, you know, um, this is my make-a-wish. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. Ugh. But to, to Sandler's credit, it's one of the few movies he did where he doesn't have a ridiculous accent or a stupid baby voice. That's true. He, he actually does not. Uh, he does not do his usual affect in Happy Gilmore. Good for him. Good for him. This which is I think as much may- range as, as he gets, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think people remember Happy Gilmore the most for that one scene in which he fights Bob Barker. Oh, yes. Yes. That, that is, again, uh, it, uh, American Film uh, Institute, uh, if you do a supercut, uh, please include this scene. You know, there's 100 years, yeah. 100 movies. This is, uh, it's incredible piece of cinema. It, it's one of the greatest moments ever put the celluloid. Yeah. Bob, <laughs> Bob Barker beating the ever-loving shit out of Adam Sandler. Yep. A, a phrase I would never thought, never thought I would ever say in my entire life. Yeah, that's a rare sentence, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you know it's got your typical Sandler tropes. He uh, hired some of his former SNL castmates in it. Uh, there's the inexplicable love interest played by the woman who's on Modern Family right now. Yeah, Julie Bowen. Julie Bowen. That's yeah, right. The mom. Yes. Sorry, I don't. I don't actually watch Modern Family, but I know. I know she's on it. I, I just watch it for the daughters. <laughs> really? Did, A- Ariel Winter, man. She, she's got the. She's got like jumbo yum yums, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. That, that's all I'm gonna. All I'm gonna say about that. Yeah, we had actually. I was watching, like, I I just had like Modern Family on TV, like, with my cousin, and then I was like, my cousin was asking me, like, oh, you know, like, did you just just watch this for the hot girl? And it's like, did you just watch this for the hot sister? And I'm like, well, I guess they're both hot. It just depends on which one you're more into, right? I and mean, of course, I always, there's Sofia Vergara. 
Oh, of course, Sofia Vergara. Oh man, those uh, those, those coffee commercials too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, um, Vern Lundquist was in this movie too, and uh, Will Sasso. And uh, I believe Ben Stiller at his uh, Ben Stiller wasn't as, it as one of his like most assholeish. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but he's made a career out of being an asshole, though. It's so true. which it's true. <laughs> but you're right; that's definitely one of his more uh, assholeish uh, characters. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was an orderly, I think, in this one. He was. Man. He was the sadistic orderly that was running the uh, the retirement home, which Sandler's grandmother was in. <laughs> there we go. Oh, ben Stiller. God bless ben him. Stiller. <sighs> Why do you have to make Zoolander two? Yeah, that's a, that's a whole that's a whole other uh, episode, uh, but. Yeah, yeah, Zoolander bet. two, uh, two thumbs down. More like two thumbs like up his ass. Yeah, kind of there thing. you go. <laughs> um, yeah, that could be another potential episode. Uh, uh, sequels that didn't need to be made. Yes. Um, so yeah, going back to Adam Sandler for a bit. Moving from 96 is when Happy Gilmore came out yep. to 98. And he had two films come out that year. Yes. One being the, uh, instead of a golf savant, he's a football savant now in The Waterboy. Yes, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Gatorade. H2O. Gatorade. Oh, man. H2O. <laughs> Water sucks. It really, really sucks. It's like so, yeah, okay. You, you... I've never, been, <laughs> I've never been to the bayous of Louisiana before, but I highly doubt that's actually how they talk. Yeah, um, I mean, it was ba basically Canteen Boy, the movie. Pretty much, pretty much, but with a thicker accent. True. Um, and Canteen Boy, for those who are not aware, was one of his bits on SNL. Who um, mm -hmm. I think uh, was uh, molested by Alec Baldwin. Yes, or a attempted yeah. molestation. And he used his ability to talk to animals to get him to stop. <laughs> Hell yes. Mm. And by by animals, we meet a bunch of uh, stagehands throwing plastic snakes at Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, man, this, I agree with you, man. Those were those were good times for SNL. They were, they were. Um, so yeah, he's the football savant known as Bobby Boucher, the the water boy for a prominent. Uh, Unnamed the college football team. Yes. Who inevitably gets fired from said team and is picked up by Henry Winkler's character, <laughs> uh, starting uh, their long association in film. <laughs> oh, man. Fonz. Well, you got to do this, Fonz. Hey. Hey. <laughs> that's a that's another quote unquote classic of television. Oh, yes. Yes, Fonz, the, the guy with the leather jacket and the magical ability to hit a jukebox with his elbow and somehow start it up. Hell yeah. I, I honestly wish I had that ability sometimes. He's a... Uh... He's a prototypical sitcom cool guy. Yes. And it's and it's and it's got to be like cool, not just cool. It's a, but cool, cool. You know. It's a, yeah. It's the Fonz affect. The Fonz. 
the slick back hair, the coming in on the motorcycle, the fact that he talks like this uh, all the time. Hell yeah. <laughs> but yes, this is the beginning of a beautiful uh, <laughs> French working relationship between Sailor and uh, the Fonz. Yep. Well, I, I guess not beautiful, but it's well, there. Uh, 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 yeah. Let's just say it's they're on a. Let's just say they're on friendly terms. How about that? Yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, and ah, uh, yes, a cameo appearance from professional wrestler The Big Show. And uh, Rob Schneider's in this one. Oh God, because of course he is. <laughs> because uh, wherever Sandler goes. You can see Rob Schneider's Schneider is, uh, yeah, <laughs> his nose very close to Sandler's ass. Yes, <laughs> he's, uh, he's ready to to swoop in on uh, Sandler's uh, wake. Uh huh, and always play a uh, very uh, let's just say very offensive character, which yeah. will. Which we'll get to. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I guess I don't want to do an episode on Rob Schneider, but no, 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 no need to give him any more publicity. But uh, yeah, he's um, he's got a few tasteful roles. Mm. <laughs> What's that one from like... uh, Fifty First Dates? That one's. Oh, the, where he plays the Hawaiian awful. dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I guess in a way makes sense because he's of Filipino heritage. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's also saying like, you know, it's like Hawaii, mostly Asian population. You're part Asian, right? Good. Be a native Hawaiian. This, this was a, a pre-Emma Stone... Uh, controversy oh god which uh again it's not like uh hawaii is lacking in hapas or asians or pacific islander shit the word right. hapa is hawaiian exactly <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah water boy um kathy bates as uh, mama boucher great mm -hmm. role great great uh, role. great acting too actually I, yeah, I didn't mind it. I thought she did a good job. So it's not it's not misery, but uh, you know. <laughs> well, nothing can be misery though. It's, uh, it's not all bangers, but uh, yeah, she. I believe her. <laughs> I believe her too. And uh, uh, yeah, you got the other uh, inexplicable uh, love interest in a uh, Firuza Balk. Firuza Balk. Uh, who later was, was it later? Yes. Uh, no, it was the same year. Uh, she plays a super racist in uh, American History X. Oh my God, that was the same year. Jeez. <laughs> you know, American History X and probably uh, Crash are, are like the most racist, anti-racist film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, man, uh, Edward Norton with the the swastika tattoo. That's um, uh, you, <clears throat> you, you. You don't have to remind me. And uh, you know, I guess uh, we are living uh, in American history X time. We really are. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny, but it's not funny. Right. <laughs> what happened to Fairy Rosa Ball? Because she kind of dropped off. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't think she really does much nowadays. Or if she does, I haven't heard anything about it. I think the last thing I clearly remember her in was probably Almost Famous. Yeah, but that came out in 2000. Yeah. So, if anyone knows what happened to Fairy Rosa Ball, uh, drop us a line in our email which uh, we have 
continuously neglected to mention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, just questions like this pod at Gmail or questions like this podcast at Gmail. 1998, alongside Waterboy. Adam Sandler uh, came out with probably, I guess, his most well-received movie, uh, The Wedding Singer. Yes, my personal favorite of his work. It's the most straightforward, the most linear. He doesn't have to use a voice, or he doesn't have to use a ridiculous voice. I can actually buy the romance between him and Drew Barrymore, and I think it's very touching. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I guess it's off-brand when we consider... (laughs) Uh, something yeah Sandler's uh, career but uh, yeah like Alex said it's um, it's a good movie it's uh, it hits uh, all the right emotions you know it's sweet it's funny it's uh, it's got a killer soundtrack too it does it's full of that uh, awesome 80s cheese that we know and love yes and Billy Idol's in it how can uh, how can you go wrong with Billy Idol Yes, in a, the tagline literally says, in a story that only Billy Idol will understand. <laughs> but yeah, I love that film. I love that film so much. And it pains me that right after he did that, he made Little Nicky. Yeah, but you know, let's, uh, <coughs> let's dwell on uh, The Wedding Singer for a bit. Yes, let's. So... Obviously, uh, Sandler plays the title character, uh, 1980s uh, wedding singer from uh, New Jersey, I believe. That's right. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he's still got the rock star bug, but uh, mm-hmm. you know he's uh, he's still uh, slaving away, singing at weddings and uh, DJ, uh, you know, just being uh, doing the best he can, but. Uh, he meets uh, Drew Barrymore, who that's right, uh, who is engaged to. I, I forgot who the actor, the character name is, but uh, yeah, and he promises to sing at their wedding. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh-huh. yeah. Meanwhile, Sandler's character, who is engaged himself, winds up being left at the altar by his uh, by his fiance. Yep. And goes into a state of depression until Drew Barrymore brings him out of it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is, this is the part where, like, the relationship actually is believable. Mm-hmm. Where, you, you know, they, like, they, like, uh, they, they spend time with each other and, like, at first, Drew Barrymore is just being there for him, but then like something kind of, kind of a spark happens between them. So yeah, it's not completely out of the blue or insane. Right. No, like I said, I actually buy the romance between them. Yeah. And it's even more, it's even more uh, uh, heartening when they actually get together in the end. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, not not heart, heartfelt. Heartfelt, that's better. Yeah. And uh, that song, man, uh, grow, grow Old With You, that's actually, that is actually sweet. It is. It is. I, I give him all the credit in the world for that. Yeah, which uh, later on when we... Uh, talk about uh, Eight Crazy Nights, uh, we'll take uh, everything away from Adam Sandler. Oh, God. Before we talk about Eight, before we talk about eight Crazy Nights, let's just say he uh, returns to his uh, uh, baby talk, uh, completely retarded roots with little Mickey. Yes, he is basically the son of the devil. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, this marks an achievement in, uh, yeah, <laughs> this marks an achievement in cringe, basically. Mm, yes. 
And it, oh, when you think about it, it has a good cast in it. Yeah, Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel is in it. Patricia Arquette, Reese Witherspoon, Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, Like, what the hell? Uh, Henry Winkler is in it as well. Henry Winkler and Ozzy. Ozzy. Uh, Regis is in it too. He is. And, that uh, he is. And of course, uh, Quentin Tarantino as as a bishop or a deacon or something. Oh, that's right. The uh, the insane. Uh, yeah, yeah, the insane yeah, yeah, yeah. Runs into things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so this is but, I, I I don't know if I want to say this as like like exceptionally offensive but it is quite offensive yes it is it is adam sandler at at the stage where he's just like yeah i'm gonna it's gonna offend everybody mhm mhm oh but we thought this was the worst no 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 we have we had yet to experience back then the depth of depravity that he would stoop to, which we'll talk about later on. Yes. Actually, we can talk about it now because I really don't want to dwell on Little Nicky. All right. All right. Let's. Okay. First off, let's talk about the one and only Eight Crazy Nights. Yes. The. <laughs> Sadly, the only uh, movie I can think of that that talks about Hanukkah. It's like, look, I'm Jewish. Okay. And of all the, like, mm, this is the movie that's supposed to represent my people. I'm one of the most holy kids of the year. Really? Like, really? Adam Sandler? Like, what, what the hell were you thinking? Yeah. So basically, uh, it's, uh, it's actually an animated movie. It's an animated musical for people who have never seen this movie. And actually, I hope you never see this movie anyway because it's a no. it's a, it's a steaming shit pile. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And complete. Yeah. I don't even know the plot. I don't even rem- remember the plot of the the movie. That's how bad it is. I mean, it, it it hits all the all the classic uh, Adam Sandler bits. Uh, he's a man child, um, mm-hmm. and then uh, he plays uh, some offensive uh, stereotypes. Yep. Uh, I think he plays both the uh, old Jews in the movie. He does both the man and the woman. Which uh, yeah. Well, uh, awful. And uh, like we said about uh, Rob Schneider uh, being uh, offensive um, in this one, he is the Chinese restaurant waiter. Oh God! Yes, the Chinese waiter speaking in very bad English and just uh, yeah. <clears throat> but again, somehow. Uh, some uh, some pretty yeah. good people are in it somehow. Uh, Carl Weathers is in it again. Uh, mm. Perennial voice actor uh, Tom Kenny's in it. Tyra Banks somehow in it as I think she's a Victoria's Secret bra or night night nighty or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but yes, it's a uh, it's a trip. Basically, just think about. Um, I don't know. Uh, like a college student writing a musical about Hanukkah is is uh, the most generous descriptor. Then you'll be even more depressed to know that Sandler actually wrote it. Yep. <laughs> wrote it, produced it, starred in it. Yep. This is... Uh, I think this is one of like his quote-unquote proud moments actually 
how is it a proud moment? Because I him? guess like he's you know he's finally uh, he's finally doing something for the tribe, and it's just like, please don't. Doing do, do, do something for the tribe? Really? Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> it's, yeah, just stop. Just stop, please. <laughs> so, Look, as a fellow member of the tribe, we appreciate your contributions, but just stop, please. You, you can't go any worse. Oh, you can't get any worse, but you did. You did get somehow, worse. Somehow, you know, the, bo the bottom of the barrel is, is not the finish line for... Uh, Adam Sandler, he he manages to uh, get lower. dig deeper mm -hmm. until he eventually uh, melts in the center of the earth. Which he hasn't done yet, despite yeah. bomb after bomb after bomb. Which uh, I also want to take a bit of a step back and talk about the Happy Madison Production Company, which oh, has no. consistently shit out movies like The Animal, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. And European Gigolo. European Gigolo, the sequel no one asked for. Dickie Absolutely. Roberts, former child star. Uh, Bucky Larson, born to be a star. Which is the likes of shittiness that the world has never thought possible. Yep. And of course... Pixels. Oh my god. Oh, wait. We forgot one. We forgot one. The Master of Disguise. Oh, uh, yeah. I, uh, forgot. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, did I? Oh, crap. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, forget that movie ever happened. Again. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, if you've never seen uh, Master of Disguise... Um, Don't. <clears throat> let's just say uh, I, I should have been satisfied with Dana Carvey and Wayne's World uh -huh. because uh, talk about offensive yeah yeah no no I'm not going to say anymore that's just how, how shitty it is Although this does uh, go to sh this does go to show that Italians are, are still the acceptable ethnicity to make fun of. <laughs> oh God! Uh, yeah. Mm. It's like, hmm, what's a better representation of Italians, Godfather or Master of Disguise? Mm, <laughs> yeah, God. So yeah, oh god. So yeah, Happy Madison, which he stump, he's somehow still a part of, and yes, they're still making movies, including Pixels, which we'll get to. But uh, let's let's go to the uh, the start of the uh, of the incredibly shit part of his career, where every single movie he's made in the last like five six years has been at a minimum of. 12 or 13 percent at Rotten Tomatoes. Let's start with the cinematic uh, shitbag known as Jack and Jill. Ooh, yes. Mm. Fingertip kisses. Ah, yes. Actually, and let's let's back up and uh, let's talk about you don't mess with the Zohan. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I. Sandler, you're Jewish. I love you. I love the fact that you're playing an Israeli soldier. And yes, there actually was an Israeli soldier who uh, quit the IDF and became a hairstylist in New York. But this is the wrong way to do it, man. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't think it was possible to... Uh... To create pretty much the most offensive Israeli stereotype or the most disrespectful <laughs> representation of the Israel-Palestine conflict on cinema. You did not count Adam Sandler. No. Oh, and by the way, listeners out there, 
as a Jew, we do not put hummus on everything. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> also starring uh, John Turturro as a uh, Palestinian Um <laughs> 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 John Turturro, Emmanuel Shrieky, and uh, and Rob Schneider. Oh yeah, Rob Schneider again. Uh, great. The great is the what, Palestinian terrorist number two in that. I don't. I forget yeah, his who's, name. Yeah, uh, who's disguised as a taxi driver or whatever. Oh god. <clears throat> because you know, uh, being offensive isn't complete unless you hit all the stereotypes. Right. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, fingertip kisses in uh, special achievements in ethnic stereotypes. Uh, you don't mess yeah. with the Zohan. Mm-hmm. And they had, to, they had to drag Mariah Carey into that. Um, Dave Matthews is in it, who was previously in uh, I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, which again, we're not going to talk about because oh. so much shit, so little time. Exactly. So let's move on to uh, uh, to Jack and Jill right now, because Adam Sandler really wanted to be like Eddie Murphy and play multiple roles. Yeah, this is his uh, nutty professor. God. Like... No, think no, but think Nutty Professor Two, but extremely shittier. Yep. <laughs> if if you've seen the posters, I mean, it's uh, yeah. I saw a screenshot one time on IMDb. It's like you know, it it says Jack and Jill starring Adam Sandler. I'm like, you know, okay, my interest is peaked. I click on it, and I look above them. And it's like. No, he's not. He's not playing both characters. Yeah, I think uh, I saw the trailer before. Forgot what movie it was, but yeah, um, first time I wanted to walk out of a movie just because of the trailer. Mm. Yeah, it's that bad, folks, and. Oh, for some reason, Al Pacino's in it. Yep, uh, Katie Holmes is in it. Uh, Norm McDonald, because of course he's got to drag his uh, fellow SNL peeps in it. Uh, I think Tim Meadows is in it as well. Tim Meadows, yep. Uh, Shaq's in it. Oh, God. And, uh, of course, another... Uh, another Sandler... Uh, Hang on, Nick Swardson is in it. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. That guy should just stop doing what he's doing right now and just go away and live on an island somewhere. Yeah, I don't know how he keeps getting shows. Um, he He's not funny, folks. He's not funny. Yeah, um, Bucky Larson, born to be a star. Uh, infinite thumbs down. Thumbs down straight to the, uh, the, the core of the earth. Yeah, straight to hell, basically. Straight uh, to hell. Nick Swardson's pretend time. Piece of shit show that somehow managed to have a full season. Have two seasons? Fuck. It had two seasons? Yeah, somehow. I didn't even, didn't even know he had a show. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Yeah, so Jack and Jill is, uh, yeah, Sandler basically plays the fraternal twins, uh, mm -hmm. Jack and Jill, of course, um, and uh, I, I really don't want to send listeners out there to, to watch clips from this movie, but I, I can't really describe how awful this is. Right. I, <clears throat> yeah, I'm speechless. speechless. That's the best reaction. That's, uh, I can't. Mm. 
Oh, boy. But, uh, of course, the Adam Sandler uh, shit pile does not end there. It does not. Because... You got, you've got the uh, the Grown Ups movies. Yeah, you got uh, That's My Boy. Oh, God. You got his quote-unquote serious uh, attempt with uh, funny people. Well, I guess Funny People was his second uh, attempt at being quote-unquote serious. There was, of course, uh, Rain Over Me. Rain Over Me, yes, in which he plays a um, a man who lost his uh, family to the 9-11 attacks. Yes. And somehow it's, uh, it's not even... Uh, I don't know. It's it's in some ways it it, it kind of uh, offends me on a basic way because he kind of still does like the affect in in an otherwise serious movie. So let's. Uh, I guess we'll we'll talk about uh, the shit show that is Pixels. His. Uh, oh God! This is going to be the last thing we talk about because really. Uh, <laughs> Because we're running out of time right now, and we could talk about this for weeks on end. Yeah, because, um, and of course, uh, Adam Sandler has not stopped making movies, and um, I'm sure he will uh, make even more shit in the near future. That's right. Um, Just avoid anything he's ever done on Netflix, because it's just pure shit. Yeah, Ridiculous 6, what's our take? Shit pile. Shit pile, absolutely. So offensive that several Native American extras actually walked out during production. Yeah, that's that's actually an achievement, I guess. <laughs> yes. So yeah, let's uh, pixels. Let's talk about pixels. Yes. Now, if you don't know that, if you don't know, pixels is actually a, a short film by this uh, this French director that was found on uh, YouTube that when you look at it, it looks fantastic. You're thinking, you're thinking to yourself, like, you know, wow, like all these classic video games coming and taking over, trying to take over New York, and, like, you know, only a few people can stop them. This would be great if they made a movie out of this. Oh, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somehow... Adam Sandler's company got a hold of it. They actually hired a decent director, Chris Columbus, to direct it. They got a fantastic cast with uh, Josh Gad, Michelle Monaghan, Sean Bean, and the one and only Peter Dinklage. Kevin James. Oh, and Kevin James is the president. Yes, how could we forget? Hey, man, like, no joke, though, Kevin James, respect. Uh, King of Queens was my shit. Um, love King. Nothing against Kevin James. I love King of Queens. Hell, even uh, Paul Blart. I respect that shit. The first one, yes. Yes, not Paul the Blart one, one, not Paul Blart 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, you could just call Paul Blart 1 a, a diehard in a mall. Yeah, um... Which uh, is better than the Die Hard sequels. Yeah, that's true. You remember uh, the the one with uh, the car corkscrewing onto a helicopter? Yeah, that's... Uh uh-huh. Bruce Willis, why? Yep. <sighs> Alright, so Pixels. You know how we, we talked about video game movies last episode? And how we said that, uh, you know, the, 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 the more video game inspired ones are, uh, <clears throat> they tend to do better. Uh, this is not, this is, uh, it's almost like they were trying to cram as many eighties video game references as possible and, uh, not really doing anything with it. Right, because somehow in this universe you have uh, Pac-Man, 
you have uh, Donkey Kong, you have Cubert. Uh, yep. You I'm pretty sure there are more. Space Invaders, uh, Galaga. And by the Galaga. way, Cubert turns into a hot girl. Yes, and makes Cubert babies with uh, Josh Gad. So this is the kind of uh, movie we're in. Yes. God, even at the uh, the premiere of it, there's a photo of him at the premiere, or one of the premieres of Pixels, and he just looks completely out of it. He just looks like, like I'd rather be anywhere else right now. Josh Gad? No, Sandler. Sandler? <laughs> hey, it's his fault for uh, getting this property. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but why did you have to... Oh, try and ruin Peter Dinklage. Yeah, uh, Tyrion Lannister is in the movie as some, like, rock star video gamer. And, uh, I mean, I guess he is alright, but, uh, the fact that he's in this movie in the first place is just, ooh boy. Oh, God. I feel like if Tyrion Lannister himself were actually watching this, he'd try, probably try and chuck a sword at Adam Sandler right now. Yeah, he'll drink uh, he'll drink poison just to escape from this movie. Which I'm pretty sure he did right after that that movie came out. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but wasn't that the period, like around that time, that he starts going on like a drunken rampage? Yes, uh, I think show. this is, well, 2015, 20. no, he's already uh, escaping uh, into Essos. I, I'm i the one that watches Game of Thrones listeners, so uh, talk to me about your theories for Season 8. Uh, hit me up, uh, send us emails, and uh, I will spoil things for you if you haven't watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was a great time when uh, Game of Thrones was first on TV, and I had already read all the books up that point because I used to <laughs> read a lot of fantasy fiction. So yeah. everyone's like, oh my god, did you see uh, Ned Stark dies at the end of the season? And I'm like, well, yeah, he's not the hero. And I was like, oh my god, did you, did you see this? Well, yeah, that happens in uh, books. <laughs> Because I'm that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes, Pixels. Um, there is no plot to speak of besides alien invasion. And uh, mm. somehow manages to get worse from there. Uh, yeah. And... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Just... I don't know why he thought he could actually make this kind of a movie, but I think it was just an excuse for him to say, like, you know, okay, how many uh, 80s and nerd-related references can we make? Yeah, and uh, somehow, like we said, um, this was based on a, on a good short film. Uh, it's got Chris Columbus, who did, uh, I think, the first two Harry Potter films. Uh, and Home Alone. And Goonies, and Home Alone. And, uh, no, he did writing for Goonies. Um, and uh, it's, got a, it's got a stacked cast, and yet it, it is an embarrassment. <laughs> yes. So much so that it forced Adam Sandler to go to uh, to Netflix to make his movies. Yeah. Um, also, I guess semi fun fact: uh, this was a this was a Chinese co production. So, uh, yeah, was blame, it? blame China. Yes. Huh. They got. They got. Uh, they got Chinese yep. funding. Yep, the China Film Group Corporation. Yep, there we go. So, uh, that thanks, China. 
Appreciate that. Yeah, why can't you make more Jackie Chan movies instead of shit like this? Oh, there is a Jackie Chan movie coming out in a couple of months. Yeah, uh, like we said in our uh, first episode, uh, our boy is still out there. And he's still uh, slamming Poon. <laughs> that he is. Oh, that man, he dude, is. Uh, man, uh, I just I just want there to be a, like a porn parody of like the vacation movies, but it's called like National Slampoons. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure because of Rule 34, those exist. Hell yeah. so yeah so what have we learned about adam sandler in the time that we've discussed him all right so first question uh why is he still doing this and who's letting him do this well i think the problem is he has his own production company and he's still riding high from uh, success for some inexplicable reason so um I don't think it's as much a question of let as uh, who's going to stop him. Right. And now and now Netflix has given him basically carte blanche to do anything. Yeah, which um, Netflix really needs to slow down because they're trying too many things at once and I'm afraid that they will bust. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to make their own movies, trying to make their own TV shows. Uh, they just lost Disney to uh, Disney's... Uh, forthcoming streaming company what, what are they what are they just gonna what are they gonna call that disflix uh the disney vault or i don't know they haven't they haven't announced the name it's probably it, something it's scrooge mcduck's uh one uh, percent vault <laughs> yeah uh another question is adam sandler actually retarded Yes. In some ways, yes. Yeah, I, th- I think he's done that bit too many times. He just can't, you know. Like, like, I, like I said at the beginning, it's a routine that was frozen in 98 and just... He keeps bringing it out. Yeah, like, uh, he's stuck in, the, in those uh, SNL days, those stand-up days. And he's just like, yeah, there's really nothing else he can do. Right. Oh, man. But we'll keep seeing him in movies until the end of time or the end of his time. Yeah. Unfortunately, this is something that we're just going to have to accept. Uh, Death, taxes, and uh, Adam Sandler somehow making movies. Yep. That's right. right. So what are we going to close with this week? What song... What what banger do we want? What banger? How about the? Uh, even though it's not like not for a few months, let's do the Hanukkah song. Yeah, sure. Why not? So uh, yeah, you know, if he stopped at that, um, I think every single Jew around the world would be like, "Yeah, good, good job." <laughs> but then it was eight crazy nights. Oh God! Don't remind me. All right. It's a new right. episode of questions like this. Um, I'm going to apologize in advance for the technological glitches. Um, I'm stuck out here in the outback. Uh, dingoes don't come with Wi-Fi boosters. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, I don't have all my re- usual podcasting equipment. But uh, here we go. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is Aristo. And I'm Alex. And uh, enjoy the Hanukkah song. Take care, everyone. Okay. This uh, is a song that, uh, there's a lot of Christmas songs out there, and uh, not too many Hanukkah songs. So, uh, wrote wrote a song for all those nice little Jewish kids who don't get to hear any Hanukkah songs. Here we go. So much Hanukkah to celebrate Hanukkah. 
Hanukkah is the festival of lights. Instead of one day of presents, we have eight crazy nights. <laughs> when you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, here's a list of people who are Jewish. Just like you and me. <laughs> David Lee Roth lights the menorah. So do James Conkirk Douglas and the late Dinosaur. Guess who eats together at the Carnegie Deli? Bowser from Shanana and Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> Paul Newman's half Jewish Goldie Hawn's half too Put them together What a fine looking Jew You don't need decker halls Or jingle bell rock Cause you can spin a dreidel With Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock Both Jewish Put on your yarmulke the owner of the Seattle Supersonicas celebrates Hanukkah. O.J. Simpson, not a Jew. <laughs> but guess who is? Hall of Famer Rod Carew. He converted. We got Ann Landers and her sister, dear Abby. Harrison Ford's a quarter Jewish, not too shabby. <laughs> Some people think that Ebenezer Scrooge is. Well, he's not, but guess who is? All three Stooges. So many Jews are in showbiz. Tom Cruise isn't, but I heard his agent is. Tell your friend Veronica, it's time to celebrate Hanukkah. Oh, forget a harmonica on this lovely, lovely Hanukkah. So drink your gin and tonica and smoke your marijuana. If you really, really want to have a happy, 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 happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah.